future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. She's passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, welcome to Live, Love, Thrive, Women's Empowerment Hour, brought to you, of course, by 360karma.com. And today we have on the first female voiceover for the Oscars. That would be Randy Thomas. Can't wait to talk to her and her husband's with us also. And then later in the show, we're going to talk to Elisa Davies, who has the most incredible and amazing uh, nonprofit. You are definitely going to want to hear about the incredible God's work she's doing. It's it's amazing what she's doing, and you won't want to miss that. But first up, please give a warm welcome to Randy Thomas and her husband, Arnie. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you? Good, Hi, thank Catherine. you. Thank you. Good, good. Uh, it's my surprise guest, uh, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman over here. <laughs> like, if you have to look like somebody, you might as well look like somebody that, that that's people That's right, like. that's right. And I told you I've been mistake, mistaken for Dusty, too, so <laughs> what can I tell you? I think you win. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but, yeah, last minute we decided to have Arnie come on, too, because mm-hmm. you guys have this fabulous new podcast on um, – uh, podcast one correct which is a cool new uh amazing uh, array of shows but your show on podcast one is called the music connection magazine podcast right. the music connection magazine and on that you guys which launches later this month mm-hmm. uh you all are going to have rock and roll stars and we oh, are going yeah it's essentially ripped from the pages i've always wanted to yeah. say this ripped from the pages of music connection magazine it's a, a pretty much industry centric yeah. for uh, musicians and the the music industry and it has been a loyal magazine that has been read for 40 years wow. by record executives the a and r the producers as well as the artists themselves and the up-and-coming new artists that are trying to figure out how to get a foothold in the industry. And uh, so my husband is good friends with Eric Batelli, the publisher, and he approached him and uh, said, how would you like to give this magazine another life by going I love digital and yeah. literally turning it into an audio podcast? Well, thanks to my wife once again, and we've been married 33 years. And uh, she's oh, you're just getting started. Just getting yes. started. And she's very much aware of what's happening everywhere. And she saw an interview with Jan Wenner from Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah. And Jan Wenner was talking about turning the business over to his young son, 26, to go into the podcasting world. So a light went on, and I said, huh, good enough for Rolling Stone, maybe good enough for Music Connection. Yeah. So I put the idea and concept together, and it was good enough to keep meeting other people we finally made an agreement with the biggest podcasting company in the world how exciting yeah. norm pattis who built yeah. westwood one built podcast one and we're on with a gentleman named uh, adam carolla who's the, the biggest mm-hmm. podcasting person ever yeah and the shack o'neill from uh-huh. the lakers oh my gosh. so we're proud to be on the network Oh, yeah. How exciting. And I know you're usually behind the scenes, but in this case, you've teamed up with Randy. Yes. And you've got a great radio voice, so this makes perfect sense. <laughs> we no all, one ever told him that ah. before. We all started in radio. <laughs> yeah, well, I got the check. But this is a rare opportunity because uh, as you get mature in the music business, 
you get a little older than I, being I'm glad you prefaced it in the music business because <laughs> God knows we don't want to get mature, uh, yeah, but maybe would, in the music business. Does that apply to the <laughs> entertainment business? Well, the music business, 35 is old. Yeah, you know? yeah. 45, you're pushing it. So, uh, you know, you must be on top of things. Yeah. And what's happening now is that people being so selective about the music they want to hear yes. that they tune out commercials on the radio yeah. and they pay for Spotify or Pandora and yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. So we are offering for free a podcast and you get to talk and hear from the people that you've been reading about. What's I our slug that. line, hun? What do we call it? It's the magazine that comes to life, and it's the magazine that's for people who love music by people who make music. There you oh go. Oh, my God, I love that. That's <laughs> yeah. exciting. That's going to be an awesome show. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I know you already started recording it, but actually uh, it'll go live uh, September 20th. Yes, it, yeah. it will drop mm -hmm. on yeah. Wednesday, September 20th, our yeah. first show, and we will deliver a show every week. Mm -hmm. How um, do people get podcast one? What, like. You just download the app, actually. Oh, cool. Podcast One has its own app. It's also available in the iTunes Store, yeah. Apple, or uh, a lot of people, if you have an iPhone, you have that purple <laughs> podcast yes. app. You can find it there. But Podcast One has this app that's blowing all others out of the water. Wow. And so they prefer it if you... Uh, download the Podcast One app, and then you can follow the shows and be interactive. Yeah. You can choose the 360 version, which yours is a podcast. Is this yeah. a podcast yes. webinar? Yes, it goes also on um, uh, iHeartRadio and iTunes. There you and go. But so it's an audio yeah. podcast, but yet you provide the visual side right. of it. Right. What makes our show so unique is that having a publication that has an audience yes. of a hundred something thousand people subscribers right. we monthly. Will, we yeah. will be e-blasting everybody for yes. like a good two weeks to let them know it's coming. So we are. I think we're going to set an all-time standard of people clicking in for a brand yeah. new show. Well, and look who you have hosting it with you. <laughs> I mean, your wife is a trailblazer. Uh, you've made history well. uh, being the first woman to be uh, a voice on the Oscars. What was that like? Uh, was that? I mean, that must have been really exciting. You know what's yeah. funny about that, Catherine? I was a DJ on the radio. I yeah. was on 94.7 The Wave doing yeah. mornings in uh, the early 90s. Yeah. And when I got the call, I realized they were bringing in all the women DJs from The Wave to audition to become the first woman in history to announce the Academy Awards. Wow. So I went in. That gives me goosebumps mm. just hearing that. Right? Yeah. But it wasn't a dream of mine. Like, oh, yeah. I was really kind of a rock jock that wound up on this urban new age station yeah. doing morning drive and it wasn't like I actually dreamed about being the announcer of the Oscars I it just but once they the, dangle the it. opportunity <laughs> came well I'm an extremely competitive person and if I'm up for something I am like all over it because yeah. I want it that badly so yeah. the fact that it would have been the first woman in history didn't really so you know I, I didn't think about right, that right. I just thought okay well it's a job and it's live and and I remember the producer said when we go live to half a billion people how will you feel and I thought well I've been a DJ on the radio for 20 years yeah when they get when it's time to go live I'm just talking to one person that's yeah. the old broadcast what's amazing about this yeah she's done the Oscars eight times wow that's amazing and wow so in other words they liked you and they invited, they invited you back. Me back yeah <laughs> but one of the other shows that it's amazing is that she is the voice of the Tony Awards I know. on CBS right. and I know. going on 20 See, I'm years. glad I had you on because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who's better to brag about you than your husband well, but he was my best, manager before we did The best gig this. of all these great shows, yeah. meeting Dustin Hoffman, like yeah. I told you about at the Screen Acting Guild Awards. 
But getting the call from a friend of mine who was producing the uh, induction ceremonies for uh, Ringo Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of Ringo Starr. Oh my gosh. So they asked Randy to be the first woman to do that. She's now going on her third year. Wow. And I was invited to come and sitting next to Paul McCartney and being able to just talk to Paul. You guys keep giving me goosebump stories. Well, you know, listen. Who doesn't love the Beatles? And who wouldn't <laughs> want to be sitting with uh, there was Ringo, yeah, there was with Paul Ringo McCartney, and Paul. you know. I so mean, just come to on. end it real quick. Who's so got those stories? What do you say right? to Paul McCartney when you're looking him in the eye? And I just said, I just want to tell you, I love what you did for music and for me. I love, and so what was the best album? I said, my favorite album was uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yes, yeah. and he looked at me and he said, Got it. So that was a big that was a big transformation of the Beatles. That album. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm, I'm sure you have so many amazing stories. Uh, you know what I love to do is peel back people's um, background to what brought them to be a trailblazer and to do these things. Like you're fearless, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, you know we were talking the other day about uh, your background of, you know, growing up in some uh, really tough circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only bring it up because I think people relate to things. You know, right. I, I like to think that people tune into my show and some week along the way they hear their story. Right. Because you think you're the only one with that story, but right. you know there's thousands of people out there with your story and it helps them to hear that you had the same story. Right, right. You know, and so your story, uh, twofold, huge obstacles. Uh, I can't even imagine, but. First of all, uh, your mom, when you were nine, uh, went to work and, and didn't come home. And, mm-hmm. and by that, I, I mean uh, you didn't Nothing see her for Nothing bad like, happened uh, yeah, to her. Right. She just yeah. left. Right, right. <laughs> yes, and you I, didn't see her for like five years five or something. Five years, yeah. And I can imagine there's other people that are relating to something like this. I can't even fathom it. And I, I know th- as a mom, you can't yeah. either. Um, so True. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That's yeah. the thing, having a daughter now and knowing that's not a choice I could ever make. But you know what? At the time, I think it was the only choice my mom thought she could make. The fact that she came back, to me, changed everything. Our lives got to be good and normal again. I was very angry for a long time because I wasn't allowed to confront her in the beginning about her leaving and how that made me feel. But I think from that, there's obviously damage that's been done. I've, you know, I've worked through a lot of this over the years, but I think what it's given me is the gift of having a great life from like 25 on. You know because what I mean? We, the first 25 years. We choose the life we make, right? Yes. No matter what horse we rode in on, no matter what the background, no matter how dire the circumstances. Right. You, you know, yeah, you, you can choose to live in that, right? Or look what you did. You Correct. made this wonderful family mm-hmm. relationship, and it was a choice. Mm-hmm. You chose the right guy. You raised your daughter <laughs> right. I can see she's such a beautiful soul. Mm, thank you. You have a wonderful, beautiful, healthy well, relationship and family. Thank you. And, and so, uh, you told me you're married to your best friend. What could For be better 33 than thirty-three years? Yeah. yeah. You know, but I think because of growing up in the '70s and having the life I did, I. 
what I got Which from that. Which was a that, lot of drugs. It was yeah. definitely, I had to read yeah. how to talk to your child about drugs if now, you've done drugs. how many millions of people relate to that right? story? Yeah. Because I never wanted to hide it. How much time do we have? And not let her know that I did because that yeah. wouldn't be honest. Yeah. But then there's also the other side of, well, my mom did drugs and look at, she turned out fine. Right. But that was never the message I wanted her to have. I right. wanted her to have like. It was not a happy time. I was really screwed up yeah. and I didn't know any better. And it wasn't you a have, happy time, right? No, it wasn't. No. It was about escape. Yeah. And, you know, like, hey, what do you have to escape from? Right. You've got this great life. But everyone. But in the interesting thing is you were trying to escape your past, I take Correct. it. Correct. And so how, how'd that work for you? It doesn't work. That doesn't <laughs> no, you've work. Gotta, you've got to look at it and uncover it right. so that you don't carry it with you the rest of your life. Because when people think they're covering up their past with drugs and alcohol, all they're really doing is screwing up their present. Yes. Right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and so... Um, then you had another traumatic thing happen uh, in losing your your brother when mm -hmm. you were 26. I think he was 19. Mm -hmm. um, I'll let you share that story. Well, it happened in Florida. He um, he was found drowned in a canal behind his apartment building, and that really changed my life. I think where <clears throat> I was doing drugs and I was a DJ and thought I had a really cool life in, mm -hmm. in South Florida, I realized that with him gone, I needed to make my life count for something. Right. So that's how I got my life together. Right. I went to Dr. Brian L. Weiss. He was my therapist. You told me that. When he was writing Many Lives, Many Masters. Yeah. So I, I've I got can imagine our, a lot of our listeners know about Brian Weiss and right. his work into um, regressive. Past life regression. Yeah, regre sure. Yeah, yeah. Which I cannot be regressed. He tried. He said that I'm too much of a control freak. <laughs> it has to do with your eyes when you close them. Do you ever notice when people sleep, sometimes their eyes roll back and you right. can see the white? Right. Those are the people Those that are the people are that had able. too many martinis. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the people that are able to be yeah. hypnotized. Yes. I am not. Right. So it yeah. didn't work for me, but I feel that the messages I got were on such a deeper level from him. Mm -hmm. He helped me turn my life around at a time when I really needed it. And then we came out here to Los Angeles. I got married in 84. We moved here in 86. Lived here till the 90s and then took our daughter back to Florida hoping I could have her grow up in a small town. Right, and that didn't work. You came back here. She chose she, USC. Oh yeah, she chose uh, yeah, USC <laughs> so and brought you U back to LA. Exactly. Just met you were meant to be here. I, think I know so. every time I've tried to leave here, yeah. something's happened that's kept me here and I go, I'm like, okay, okay. got it. I'm meant to be in <laughs> Los when, Angeles. When got our, it. When our daughter yeah. came back to visit us yeah. in Florida after she spent her first year at USC yeah. living in Los Angeles, and she came back and she said, Mom and Dad, <laughs> don't expect me to move back to Fort Myers, Ever. Florida. Right. I don't right. see that happening. Yeah, so, maybe after they're 80. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after we heard that from her, yeah. we put the house up for sale. Right. And we're and back came here. Back. Yeah. And you know, we've been how here the, a and, year and now. And look how you're meant to be here. You're now podcast one show is taking off, and that probably wouldn't be happening in Fort Myers. Just saying. You are absolutely yeah. right. It wouldn't have happened. The opportunity wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I don't think that Norm Pattis in podcast one would have given us the same um, uh, uh, encouragement yeah. if they thought we were going to do the show from 3,000 miles away. Right. We are here. Live here from Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, doesn't no. sound right. It's not cool enough. Let's be frank. It's not cool business. enough. We love Florida, but that's <laughs> right. not cool enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sponsored by Depends. Oh, gosh. Yes. And the, the right? early bird dinner specials of Florida. I hate to knock my home state, but <laughs> I spent many years there. There's a very cool She's part US. of Southern, South Florida, but you can't leave South Tam- Florida. Tampa. No, yeah, she I, went to UF. Yeah, UF, in, yep. I'm a Gator. Oh, my. Oh, you, yeah. you went to University of Florida, I Gainesville. Did. Yes. I did. See, now you're going to start backpedaling. Oh, <laughs> no. oh that part of Florida. <laughs> was it able to, was, was it easy for you to come to L.A. after graduating? I went via New York. Via so, New York. Oh. So you established yourself in the industry, and mm-hmm. then you moved west. Yeah, went to New yeah. York uh, five years, then out to here. But wait a minute. This interview is about you, not me. I know. <laughs> Turn the table. I caught on you. that. <laughs> you never bring a DJ on your show. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see your show. And uh, what, what is uh, what is it that you'd like to share with us about it? That um, you know, exciting things that you have coming up on it. Like, uh, yeah, how how some of the most successful records were put together oh. by the producer oh, who I was involved that. with picking the songs and helping the Rolling Stones, and helping Mick Jagger, and helping Elton John Mm -hmm. make such great records. These people don't have a chance usually to tell what happened behind the scenes. Oh, I love that, because uh, I love Elton John. I would love to know what happened behind Mm -hmm. making that music. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Right. Yeah. So Don Was, who is a incredible producer he's an artist he was in the band was not was walking the dinosaur if anybody remembers that record well don uh actually is an amazing bass player has been on tour with the last walls yeah i mean please yeah Uh, touring with robbie robertson and bob dylan and and he has produced every Stones album since 1992's Voodoo wow. Lounge. He, and that's who you're going to have on? Yes, Don wow. Was will come on. Uh, he'll be the second week of our show. Our first week, B.B. Rexa, who mm-hmm. started out as a songwriter, is also um, a singer. And she's the September cover. October cover is a band called Portugal the Man. You're going to be and hearing a lot Darryl about Hall this. Daryl Hall will be on the show oh, in October. Wow. So we just hope you'll go to musicconnection.com. And click on the podcast link and download the Podcast One app. And we hope to be talking to you in the future. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Come on and, and bring a rock star with you, and we'll put you it. on our show. I love it. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking in my uh, Rolodex now. Perfect. That's right. I, 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 do, I, I know people from the disco era. Does that count? No. Gloria it has to be Gaynor? rock and roll, right? Gloria Gaynor, bring her back. <laughs> so uh, do you do only certain, like only rock and roll? No. Or, oh, no, so no, no. Well, November, pop, hip-hop, The November rock, issue will be, a, will be a hip-hop issue right. with uh, a cover of a brand new uh, hip, hip uh, artist that you'll be hearing a lot about, T-T-Y? Yeah. Oh, Ty Dolla Sign. Sorry. <laughs> but it, it really talks about music. Right. So when you talk about music, you have to cover all the aspects of it. Right. So um, you'll have not only artists on, but it sounds like people who are behind the scenes. See, that's what I love. I love to know... Like in your case, who's the voice of the Oscars? Who's the voice (laughs) of the Tonys and the rock and roll inductees? You know, a lot of people probably don't know Randy Thomas, but that's why I love doing this show. I love showcasing women that are doing amazing work in the world and trailblazing because we don't hear enough about it. How you know? get on this and show? The, and the men that stand behind us. That's because, it. Because, because we need, look at, the, look at the women's march. It was half men. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, the men have wives, daughters, yes. sisters, yeah. friends that they want to get behind in this women's empowerment and equality movement, right? True. 
Yeah, true. So, and, he's, and I he's know you have a guy. book about um, how to how to help people get into. Yes the industry to become a paid yes. uh, voiceover artist. And I also right? do an incredible event called the Voiceover Mastery yeah, Event where up. I teach, yeah. I bring in the top performers and artists in the world of voiceover, wow. video games, animation. I've got Jimmy Neutron. I've got uh, Ratchet and Clank. I've got um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all of those celebrities. We've got them. They come and they coach at the Sportsman's Lodge October 27th and 28th. Go to vomastery.com, and you can see more about that. My personal website is Randy Thomas VO for voiceover.com, and that's my Instagram, my Twitter, and... Um, Thank you very much. We, yeah. uh, I'm excited about teaching folks how to use their voice right. in, a, in a positive and powerful way and also taking my voice to this podcast and, and sharing yeah. you know, the mic with my husband. It's, it's you really incredible. You have an incredible. amazing voice. Well, obviously, <laughs> thank you. Obviously. Um, you, I read a little bit about how you keep your voice uh, you know, prim, you know, prime. No sugar, I can tell you that. Oh, wow. You have to eliminate sugar. Eliminate dairy, eliminate your um, orange juice. Even orange juice will uh, it gathers phlegm. So you, those you are know the that old Johnny things. Carson joke. You know, I knew a guy who gave up sugar, drinking, and sex. He was happy up until the day he killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> but uh, so okay, so no, so you give up sugar, you give up dairy. Because it helps uh, your voice. It, yes, it takes yeah. the phlegm out. And, and if what's as a voiceover, voice for hire. Voice for hire. Hire. And it's on my website, randythomasvo.com. Yeah. Can they get it on Amazon too? Uh, there might be some copies there. We're actually getting ready to redo it with our second round of um, updates. So. I love it. I love Thank it. You. So you're helping young people get into, or anybody at any age, get into the business. Mm -hmm. You have the big voiceover summit at the Sportsman's Lodge, mm -hmm. and they can look that up on Randy Thomas VO, right. or at the website. Right. And your and webinar is on Wednesday nights. I do a webinar, but that's alright. It's enough. They can just go to those <laughs> websites and see what we do. But thank you. Obviously, you're a slacker, Randy. <laughs> Obviously, you're a slacker. Well, yeah, sure. Okay, honey. So, thank you so much, both of you, for being on. We're going to look for um, the Music Connection on Podcast One. I'm going to download Podcast One app on my phone today so I can catch Excellent. it. And it's going to air like September 20th. September 20th. What time? Every week. It's it's at midnight on a Wednesday. Midnight Every week it'll Wednesday. drop on Wednesdays. Okay. Good thing I can listen to it after, right? That's right. Whenever, I, well, that's yeah. the whole point. It's on-demand listening. Whenever exactly. you want, it'll be there. Love it. Thank you. Wish you both the best of luck. Thank, thank you, you for being on. Thank you very much for on. having us. Okay. It. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, love oh, you. Thank you. You too. All right. We will be right back with Elisa Davies. Stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to the Live, Love, Thrive show, where we bring you powerful and positive programming about women and those who support women's empowerment. It seems by sharing their stories and showing us their talent and potential, they remind us of our own. We ask you to join us weekly by taking a minute to subscribe to our 360 Karma YouTube channel so you get to see every episode of these uplifting and inspiring stories. We all need more of this, yes? And did you know we have the Live, Love, Thrive book on our 360 Karma website and on Amazon? If you enjoy reading books of incredible women who are doing amazing work in the world, you will want to pick up a copy. Also, when you join 360karma.com, you will enjoy our growing video content of expert advice and support and learn about our workshops and our second annual Women's Conference in West Hollywood, November 3rd and 4th of this year. If you would like to align with a like-minded, purpose-driven community, you will feel at home at 360karma.com. 
We encourage and support you to live the life you love. RTB Financial Group empowers women to raise the bar and take control of their financial future. For more information, visit rtbfinancialgroup.com or call Amanda Barr at 424-284-4216. The Live Love Thrive program is brought to you in part by Honda of downtown Los Angeles, supporting the equality and empowerment of women. And we are back with Elisa Davies. Please give her a warm welcome. Hi, Elisa. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, you have a most uh, incredible nonprofit. I, I just am so moved by the work that you do. But first, I want to talk about, you know, where you're from and what brought you to this incredible work that we're going to talk about. Uh, so you were born here in California, right? Yes, Redondo yeah. Beach. Yeah, Redondo. and Raised in Torrance. Yeah, yeah, and uh, certainly that's changed a lot. Ugh, yes. Yeah, yeah. They always say you never can go back home. I know. It 20 years later, if you've ever been around long enough, go back 20 years to where you grew up, and it just does not look the same. Everything no. gets so built up. and yeah. yeah, you want it to be just like when you left it. Yeah, you do. That's not going to happen. spoils everything. Yeah. yeah. Don't go but home. But <laughs> you grew up in a very interesting uh, family. Your mom was an opera singer, right? Mm -hmm. And then you guys traveled or moved around a lot. Yes. Like well, 20 times. The married or life I did. Yeah. I, yeah. I was married 19 and a half years and moved 21 times. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Was, and that was the first husband. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's yeah. gone on and on. It's like, oh, yeah. dust on the refrigerator. Better move. But uh, uh, what I found fascinating is growing up that your dad was like this really do it yourself guy. Yes. And you were saying that he even had uh, you, you had five kids in the family, was it? Four daughters, yes. Four. four. Yeah. Okay. And they. Uh, yeah, he'd even have you guys like build your own pool. <laughs> yeah. So we you, wanted a swimming pool. And yeah. We came home from school and Daddy had four shovels out there and said, "Okay, start digging." Oh my God! Took us two years to oh dig that God. hole. That is a crazy story. And then we had to do the pool. We taught us how to line it and put the metal bars in and gunite and plaster. And but we were always a do-it-yourself family. Yeah. So everything we did, he would teach us and. Yeah. My father um, was worked for North American Rockwell, so he was in instrumental in the um, the flights to the moon in the Apollo series. Oh my gosh, how exciting! Yeah. and he worked on the um, one of the persons that worked on the X fifteen yeah. rocket, which started that whole series of man in the moon type thing. So we were wow. very involved in that as well. So it was wow. fun. Wow, it sounds fun. So it was a tight knit family. And yes. Uh huh. Yeah, we had a lot. We when we got grounded, we didn't care because our yard was the funnest. You know, we yeah. had our own swimming pool, and we had a miniature golf course and yeah. a corral and fifty-two pets. So, oh my God, how fun! Mm -hmm. so now, how care. did how did that uh, uh, do-it-yourself mentality lead to what you do today? I guess you know because you're doing so many incredible things and it's all hands-on. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> would you say that came from your your upbringing? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there's sometimes when I don't like being able to do it myself because if I hire a contractor to do something at my house, then after he leaves, I tear it apart and fix it. <laughs> so, you know, so I, I and it's is that called a perfectionist? <laughs> no, it's a, no, it's 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 a curse. Want it done right. It's yeah. a curse. <laughs> it's a curse. Yeah, because okay. I I knew I could have done it better. I just oh, was, that's so funny. I just kind of like watching people yeah. work at the house and not me doing it. So let's talk about a pivotal moment that changed your life and, and led to the work that you're doing today, which is uh, your sister had uh, lost a child. Yeah, she lost our my was grandparents, my mother's parents first, my parents' first grandchild, Kimberly, when she was three and a half. And um, 
it didn't really affect me in doing what I'm doing now, but it, suddenly it's come up to why, you know, people ask me why. Yeah. Why are you doing the work and that I you're doing? And I don't know why. I right. just am. You kind of think maybe. But then maybe I thought it, back, you know, to yeah. mothers that have children and lose children, and, and some of them don't even know that when you're in the hospital that you have an you have the ability to say what you want to have done with your child it doesn't have to be thrown away as medical waste right and um Which and a lot of people they are not given the opportunity to take care of their child's remains right and some of them walk away so and and when your uh, uh when your sister um lost her child to i think spinal meningitis, spinal meningitis yeah. uh it was possible that it could um be spread and and so the uh, child was quarantined so that the yeah. other children in the family wouldn't get it so you had mentioned that you know that was very touch and go as to would this affect any other children in the family yes. so i i mean it feels like a, it was a very pivotal time in your life now let's tell people what you do now which you just started to explain is that um you saw an article in a paper tell mm -hmm. me about that article the article was written in 1998, and it was about a baby that was found in the trash in Chula Vista on a college oh campus. Oh and people, not not alive. No, it passed away. Right. And so, you know, everybody reads those articles, and their first thing is, who could do something like that? Yeah. And then your day starts, and you're off running around doing your own things, and you forget about the article. But for that particular baby, I couldn't forget. Yeah. So finally, a month later, I called the coroner's office, and I said, you know, for my own peace of mind, whatever happened to that baby? And he said, he's still here, and if nobody claims him, he'll go into an unmarked grave out at Mount Hope Cemetery. So I said, well, how do you claim a baby that's not yours? And he said, show me you have a dignified place to put him. Wow. So got people together from the community, and we started uh, Garden of Innocence which provides dignified burials for abandoned and unidentified children. Wow. And there are three types of children we take. We, the unidentified ones are the found, that are found in the trash, the sewer, the rivers. And then we have children that are born past 20 weeks gestation in a hospital. And at that point, they're, they're, their bodies are considered viable, so it's the parent's responsibility to dispose of their child's remains. And sometimes those parents walk out of the hospital and don't claim their child's body.